And with that, it's over to Paul. Well, good morning, everyone. Paul Alcoholic. Uh, again, uh, this is not an AA meeting. It's just a member's eye view. But the view we're trying to, uh, where we're putting out, is the view uh, derived from page 64, right before the inventory on the, in the third paragraph of recognizing self as other to us, yeah? And uh, I had a very strong experience with that years and years ago. And it was clear to me when I was reading this sentence, being convinced that self, uh, and I was convinced of something about that sentence that I hadn't been convinced of before, which was that self is sort of like a foreign pathogen, not alcoholism. There's another one that's in there called the selfing in a way. And this, I, this act of being identified as something that we're not, that we take to be so. We're not in the act of being identified. The mental state is in the act of being identified with self, with the idea of being the doer for a lot of shit you have nothing to do with, being the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, the toucher, all of these claiming a position that it doesn't actually have. Uh, I don't know what we are. I wouldn't want to go and describe that, but we can describe what we're not pretty clearly. And in recognizing I'm not that, that takes out, that really basically uh, starts changing the pH of the Petri dish that alcoholism is living in. And uh, when that pH of that Petri dish changes, the once uh, beneficial, uh, attractive environment for alcoholism is now becomes a sort of a hostile one towards alcoholism, where instead of being in a sense of irritability, restlessness, and discontent, and looking for revenge and resentments and thinking everyone has done what, you know, done all this shit to me, you start seeing life from a different perspective, a, a perspective not totally developed and dominated by self-centeredness. And uh, what happened with me was the clarity that I basically, it's almost like an image in a mirror that I froze in that sentence, just in a way of sharing it with other members, which is being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Uh, if this is clear, if we are convinced of that, we will now look at its meaning self's common manifestations in our life. And the common ones we look at is the basic inventory of the fourth step, which is resentments, fears, and uh, acting out in the pursuit of what we want. And we look at the sexual arena to see that activity. And uh, that carried through in doing the inventory. You can look at the inventory as your resentments, your fears, your character defects. There's a lot of ways of looking at it. This way is a recognition that resentments aren't yours. Fear, you're not the source of fear. You're an expression of it and you're at the effect of it, but you're not the source of it. 
There's, and that you, you are not that which is manufacturing misery. And you are not the reason, you are not, it's, you are not the problem in a sense. You have a problem that convinces you that you're a problem. And um, this simple recognition has just done so much over the years. It just set up a new basis in my life and that, that Paul gradually got used to and uh, over the years has observed that Paul has traveled lighter when Paul seemed to be quite incapable of that before. And I tend to uh, follow the relief and the benefits back to this point because it seemed to be all uh, predicated on this recognition that of something that I'm not is going on that's claiming to be me. And I'm living from that point, this imaginary reference and living from there uh, is a provocation of irritability, restlessness and discontentment. And I can't manage myself out of it. Yeah, I, like we say in AA, self can't get out of self, far out. That's an incredible relief when you finally hear that. Not as Paul trying to get out of self, because Paul's still looking for ways of trying to get out of self. But seeing that Paul is self, and so there's, a, there's, a, there's an aspect of what we call self as Paul that's trying to get out of another aspect of self called self. And that's why it's confusing when it's Paul confronted with the fact that Paul can't get out of self because it believes it can. I mean, it does. It did for a long, long time. But once I saw Paul was an activity of self, then the whole thing made sense. And it's never changed. I just, it became a new basis. It's been, uh, I guess it's been around in my life for about, pretty much 27 years or so, 20 something years or so of the sobriety. And, uh, you know, a lot of it, like it says in the vision for you, this higher power is gonna constantly reveal to us tons of stuff. Well, what it reveals to me is what I'm not. It describes, it, rec it allows me to recognize aspects of this disease of self and then the disease of alcoholism and then I can bring those aspects to six and seven and ask that power that has done for me what I couldn't do for myself to do it once again by removing or reconfiguring what I'm not, yeah? Because what I'm not can be reconfigured. What I am is what I am. And I do not believe I'm a changeable thing. I believe, I don't know, you can use the term spirit, but I can't. It would, that would do it, that doesn't do it justice. It's an intimate sense of something that I could never even put my finger on or describe or, or you know, draw a picture of, but it's like underneath every breath, it's just available. So this is how I look at this program from this view. And I just have been given an opportunity to share it with mem other members and, uh, I'm grateful for that opportunity because basically, you know, I may not know you personally, but I'd sure like to see you travel lighter through the life of Rob or through uh, Ava or Virginia or whoever it is, David. And 
I don't think David has specific special problems. I don't. I think there's an inherent problem that claims to have all the other problems and makes them special and unique when they're not. Yeah, they're not. So uh, this is what happens. It shrinks a lot of those things into your little plans and designs and you lose interest in them, really. You can't try to lose interest in them. That would be interest, but you lose interest in them. That's something I've observed. You lose interest in a lot of the shit that used to be very interested in. And now that interest is uh, reinforcing the present moment, you know? You're seeing what's here. You're not reacting to what's not here all day. You're seeing what's here, yeah? You're walking around, and like they say in Zen Buddhism, you know, you see blue as blue and red as red. Things are sort of clear. And uh, you're not told. <laughs> You can have, you can see the difference between what's not happening and what's happening. You know, it's just, there's a very clear demarcation between what's happening and what's not happening. What's not happening is appearing in what's happening. <laughs> what's happening is, is what's happening. And what's not happening doesn't have that quality. That's the thing. It has a lot of qualities. I mean, I can think of a zillion ways of how I'm going to be fucked later on or how I was fucked before. But in fact, uh, what's happening at this moment, I'm not screwed. And that, that's a nice revelation. <laughs> yeah, it's just to have that sense of clarity that I'm not screwed, that I am okay, <laughs> that I am in good hands, and that... Uh, I have the ability to enjoy peace of mind and stuff. Yeah, so I just want to throw it out there. I mean, you can do a resentment inventory a lot of ways. I'm just, I don't see how, uh, if you keep calling resentments yours, how are you going to be free from them? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, how can you abandon you? To God, you'd still be there. You can abandon what you're not to God. Yeah, you can abandon what you're not to God and then walk away. So the, I, I, I did my first few inventories. The first two I did under the view that they were my resentments and my fears and my acting out. And they brought, they brought some relief. But uh, all the guilt and shame on all that behavior that I had been involved in when I was using, none of that had been addressed. The guilt and shame was still fucking luminous. It was still being pumped into with life because the, the mental habit is I did all of that that came through me, I did. And it's not true in my observation. I found that I was apt to do almost anything while I was loaded. Yeah, it's just that simple. And so I'm not going to go against my own observation. That's not true for me. So I don't see resentments as mine or fears as mine. I don't. I see them as manifestations of self. I follow that. I follow page 64. So that's that, I guess. I don't know. What do we want to talk about? Any steps or whatever? Okay, well, let's have have a call from the uh, audience. Anyone got any ideas? Anyone want to raise their hand if you want to see if, uh, talk about any of the steps that you might be working on? 
Um, okay, Carl. That's the, I thought I saw you raise your hand, mate. Yeah, Carl. Carl from Texas. How you doing, mate? Hey, Carl. this is Carl, Carl from Georgia. Georgia, sorry, mate. No, okay, cool. Right, Carl. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks, David. Thanks, Paul. Um, you know, just hearing you, you talk, Paul, I was uh, at a meeting the other day, and, and it just occurred to me, it was as they were reading the steps, uh, you know, the 11th, uh, the 10th step, that we continue to take personal inventory, and it just hit me that uh, that, that wasn't right, you know, continue to take impersonal inventory, because like you said, I was so attached that it was me doing all these things. Uh, that I was giving up power and, and to go back in, in the steps, um, you know, when, when I went back and did the steps again and I saw from a different light, how I was driven to do all these things, uh, the fourth step really uh, taught me the first lesson in forgiveness, you know, because I wasn't doing mm -hmm. these things. I was driven to do them. I had, I was at a level of consciousness where I couldn't do anything but that, you know, in the 10th step, it talks about, uh, the sexual inventory, what, what should Carl have done differently, not what could Carl have done differently, because I was unable to do anything differently. And, uh, and when I take that light, that lens, and, and I walk through the day, you know, I, I can understand that uh, other people like me are driven, you know. Uh, I think you've said it before about uh, love and tolerance not being a directive. You know, if it's like a commandment for me, I, I can't follow it. I'm trying to follow it. I'm trying to follow it. But as I do the work, you know, something in me shifts, and I uh, and I don't know what it is, but I become loving and tolerant. You know, I don't have to try at that. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to pass that along about taking an impersonal inventory. Thanks. I appreciate your thoughts. Thanks, Carl. Yes. Yeah, Carl. Thank you. Thank you for your, you know, coming back to these meetings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we take everything so personally. Why not take a do an an impersonal inventory? I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. Just see if it works better. Take uh, resentment and and hold it with the word my in front of it and then hold it without the word my. Yeah, it's a totally different weight. My resentment will be will get, gain weight and will last for 40 years sometimes. A resentment doesn't have that life expectancy. It, we feed it. We give it freaking life. How do I give it life? By calling it mine. I swear to God, I don't have Stanley's resentment for 40 years because I know I'm not Stanley. Yeah? And I can forgive Stanley much quicker. It's just, uh, just take it. Look at it. We used to do a four-step workshop, and we would just put a words that are important to most people up, like money health, uh, relationships, and then everyone, yeah, just feel that. And then, all right, I'm going to change that whole word without changing any letter of the word. My money, my health, my relationship. It's unbelievably different. Yeah, you don't change, you don't change relationship. You just put my in it, just like I used to joke about it. You know, I, I'm going out with a pretty woman in the earlier on and, Everything's going great. And then one day in my head, she's crowned my girlfriend. Now, I think I have the right to go see who's visiting my girlfriend when she's not visiting me. And then I'm suddenly up on stalking charges because 
I think my girlfriend is a certain possession I own that no one should have any share in. All coming from the mind. The girlfriend was great, but the mind, suddenly more, a, a, a certain amount of meaning was given to the girlfriend from the mind. That's where the relief from the bondage of self is. The mind isn't like a fucking rock formation anymore. You see through it, yeah? So instead of problem, my problems, they're problems. Instead of this, they're, you know, it's just cleaner. And you'll travel later, yeah? If you want to keep looking at a resentment as yours for freaking 40 years, go ahead. But, um, you know, there is other possibilities. And to recognize, see, the real bondage of self one of its distribution points is my, 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 my. It's unbelievable. It really is. It starts with my thoughts. Yeah? It's so freaking funny that we go to meetings. We used to, anyway, live meetings. And I remember I came in, and I had a thick shell of terminal uniqueness. I was sitting in the back, and I thought, no one thought like I did. No one felt like I did. No one had done the heinous things that I had done. And after months of listening to people, something started to get through to me. And I, I said, Jesus Christ, I, could, I could, could only come to two conclusions. Either the, how did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts, yeah? Because they should have seemed to have the same ones that I've been having that I thought were unique and very special and very intimate it sounds like they're listening to the same radio station that I'm listening to, and they're compelled to do the same shit that I used to do, and they, we have a commonality of the drinking and the using, and destinations like institution jails and death. Yeah? So I had to start coming to the point, the way the disease has us is by, by causing this sense of uniqueness, yeah, so we can't really receive the solution because we don't see alcoholism. We call it my alcoholism, yeah, and it's not my alcoholism. And if the way I describe it, I have alcoholism, that's not true. Alcoholism had me, yeah, and what, what allowed alcoholism had me was self had me. Self had me, and then alcoholism came along, had a big place to land, and it amplified a lot of the negative qualities of self. It amplified self-centeredness and produced an extreme condition of self-centeredness that in my case became very, very attractive to people in uniform. I attracted a lot of fucking consequences. And, put, and people put a stop to me many, many times. They didn't put a stop to the alcoholism or the selfing. They put a stop to me. They put me in jail or in an institution. And in those months, I thrived when they had me contained. Yeah. But as soon as I graduated or left jail, it happened once again. I got taken over by the same fucking thing. It rode me into the ground. I ended up having severe consequences. And I was left with the shit. Yeah, and every time I describe what happened, I did it. Yeah, I'm the fuck up. 
I'm terrible, I'm this, I'm that. It's all self-centeredness. It's all obsession with self. I mean, if that's the, if self is what has defeated us, man, uh, it's, that's not a statement to believe. It's a meant to incite an investigation. Is it true? Is it or isn't it? Yeah. Do I have, can I reach for the stars and yet my reach now is only four feet because something's confining me? Or not? Find out. Self was not prob, self was not really bothered by you getting sober. It wasn't. It just, it changed its fashion look. Yeah. It changed its lingo. It picked up recovery lingo. It adapted. That's what parasites do. It adapted to recovery, and it's thriving in recovery. It's thriving in recovery. Because whenever we're stopping at alcoholism, we don't see the original fucking illness, which is obsession with self. Alcoholism did not cause obsession with self. Obsession with self caused me to have, re- have to get relief from that, and I drank alcohol. The obsession with self is the fucking root of the problem. Alcoholism was a solution, really. And it turned on me because it did not lead to me seeing the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah. And every solution that doesn't lead you to the exact nature of the wrong becomes somewhat of a problem. It gets adapted into the problem. It does. Yeah. Then you have people with 32 years of sobriety and they're angst-ridden. They're fucking totally angst-driven, living in fucking anxiety all day. That's not freedom from the bondage of self. I would never have said anything in AA if everyone was, you know, happy, joyous, and free. Something, something migrated into recovery with us. When we entered recovery, something migrated on us into recovery. And it's limiting the effects of recovery every freaking day. Yeah? It still, got, it still has this little acreage in there. You're still calling... Every time you recognize it in your life, you call it me. Yeah? It's got a perfect shield. It's, it's completely camouflaged out in the open by we're in the act of being identified as it. How are we going to see it if we're looking from it? Yeah? Tell me, how? How are you going to leave it to get a look at it? You can't. Self can't get out of self. It didn't say an alcoholic can't get out of alcohol. No, that can. But self can't get out of self. Yeah? If you stop drinking, it's you as self that stopped drinking. If you start drinking, it's you as self that starts drinking. It's playing both sides. You know, it's like the house, like in a casino. It can't lose. Yeah? 
It was shocked when we got sober, but it, re it fucking regrouped pretty quickly. Yeah, it did. So, you know, yeah. This, this happened with me, and it's never changed. Something was told to me, and it's never debated. It's never reviewed. It's a fact in my life. Yeah. The dilemma we're in, we're listening to a thought system that's constantly in the act of being identified as self. Yeah. Not as spirit, because you are spirit. There's no need to identify as spirit. You are spirit. It's identifying as a thinker, as a doer, as a body. Yeah. That's the act of being identified as self. There's no act of being identified as what you are. You are that. There's no act of being identified as what you are. You are that. You are spirit, in a sense. There's the act of being identified as what you're not. Yeah. So. The cat's here now, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank you very much, Carl. That's awesome to see you again, mate. So next is Leah. Or Leah, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, Paul. Hi, everyone. Um, Leah, alcoholic. Thanks for taking the questions today. Um, so... Hey. Are you in any relationships, Paul, with yes. people, people who trigger the shit out of you and you have no. to put this ideology or mindset of yours or way of living of yours into practice every day no relationships good my primary relationship is good we don't uh i fell upon a nice idea and that was the idea of us and the idea of us uh, works a lot better than the idea of you and me. So I like the idea of us in relationship when it comes to an intimate one. See, when it's you and me, I can start finding fault in you. But when it's us, it's got a, it's got a life of its own, the relationship, which I like. Wow. And then she has four kids and, uh, from a previous marriage and she can only only she's estranged from one the other three i have a strange relationship because they've been toxified by the ex-husband yeah and i the chronological story of my appearance in their life uh, which happened after the, the divorce is now seen as I was the cause of the divorce <laughs> in their story. So that one's, those are strange relationships, but hey, just hold the space. And I'm not, you know, I have no intention of becoming the primary man. And I don't, you know, it's fine. I love my girlfriend. Can you, say more, holding, can you eh? say more about holding the space? You see the ideas, Leah, when you entertain the ideas for a while, 
just like in AA, when you take the suggestions, they don't stay suggestions. They become part of your character. Yeah. The principle of reliance on something great in yourself isn't a conjecture. It isn't, you know, a topic to be discussed. It's an intimate condition. Yeah. So after you, you know, it says DAA talks about the progress of recovery, where it says you sincerely take this position of turning your will and life over to the care of the higher power. And then the next paragraph, it goes, and now established in this position, all this new shit starts happening. You learn that you can face life successfully. You feel the conscious presence. You feel this energy moving through. This continues on and on. And so you take certain suggestions and they turn into characteristics of your life. And the principles of AA are sound and you rely on them. And now you have a certain connection with that principle. Yeah. And uh, if something's dry, if someone, you know, they all like they always say, if someone's driving me the shit out of me, you know, if I'm not bonded to them by handcuffs, I'll limit my fucking affairs with them. Yeah. Yeah. You you practice ideas, but then the ideas practice through you. This is the point. People come into AA and they think this is how AA is going to be. It ain't. You're going to grow. There's recovery is progressive. Yeah. And uh, if I'm overmatched, if I'm out, like they used to say, you have to practice these principles in all your affairs. If you can't do that, limit the affairs for a while. Yeah. Until you can able to and this is just how life is yeah okay i don't know where we were going with that so let her leah do a follow-up there well um I've got a selfish asshole in my life right now and I have to make, uh, I'm, I don't have to do anything. I have a selfish asshole in my life right now and um, it's a pity that uh, it seems that the relationship's going to end over just selfish selfish decisions on this person's part and I can be as woke and evolved and prepared and armed with the steps and sponsor and you know my knowledge and so forth but I'm sad you know I'm in grief right now I don't know how these series are going to impact the ending. Hey, honey, can I just step in a second and we'll go back to it? It's not but, it's end. End, you're sad. It's not a, they're not contrary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's end, I'm sad. This, this magic thinking that everything's going to be perfect, it's traveling lighter. 
So basically, whatever life has in store for you as the action figure, Leah, it may not turn all into gold, but you'll realize, you'll observe that you're traveling lighter through whatever life has in store for you than you used to travel. And that becomes, that's more than enough. Yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, you know, my my the gratitude gratitude I feel is really derived from the smaller things. Yeah, now I feel incredible grateful that uh, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you'll have uh, what I would do if I were you. I would do an inventory and see your role in this relationship. Yeah, share it with your sponsor, and then uh, and then bring in another answer to the situation or another point of view, which will be AA's. By doing the inventory, you see AA's point of view in the situation that you're only seeing it from your point of view. And, and see the difference, yeah? And then you'll feel, you know, you'll know. See, a lot of times what I learned in AA was, hey, Paul, You know, why wait for the stare to be guaranteed before you step out? I'm just going to step out and then I found a stare appears. Yeah, that's been my history in recovery for 32 years. Yeah, and then what withholds me from that in the, in the beginning was fear of consequences, fear of if I leave this person, what's going to happen to me? And you know what I mean? These are, these are opportunities to demonstrate the program in your life, to demonstrate the principles in your life. And not only that, to honor when the demonstration proves itself, yeah? To honor, because that's part of the journey from perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Our job is to honor the demonstrations of trusting something infinite, yeah? Honor them. And you know what? After years and years and years of seeing it work out, there's going to be a faith, a readily available faith in the process. And it will, it will allow you to travel later through whatever is freaking happening. Yeah? What a gift. Thank you. But do the inventory. See how self is setting you up for a defeat. That's what it does. Yeah. Hmm. You know what happens sometimes? Let's say I'm bitching about a situation. I'm bitching it to all my friends. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, because they want to bitch about something else, so they listen to me, and then I have to listen to them. It's like the courtesy of fucking addiction itself. All right, so here you go. And then, all right, I do the inventory, and the inventory tells me, hey, leave. Yeah? I don't do that. Then fucking be accountable for staying and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop bitching about something you're not going to do anything about. Yeah. We had it with my mom. My mom was great. She's passed away. But she would harass the whole family that she wanted to go to Hawaii. And she wanted us to buy her a ticket. 
and every year we didn't do it and she was terribly disappointed and she would just bitch and bitch and bitch about it. Then one year we all chipped in and we bought her a ticket. Do you think she went to Hawaii? No. She didn't have, she could care less about going to Hawaii. She wanted a bitch about not going to Hawaii. Yeah? All right, so here, if I, if I do an inventory and it shows me the AA way, hey, you should split and I don't split, now I'm accountable, yeah? All right, I've made a deal with the devil, I'm accountable for the situation. I don't need to pass it on to other people, I just show up, yeah, and hopefully life will bring me to the point that I'll take a chance. And you know what? I found out it's a win-win. You know, my leaving someone is probably not going to be the most damaging thing that ever happened to them. They're probably going to do a whole lot better when I go. Yeah? <laughs> They'll be fine someone that's a lot more available than I am. So you know what I mean? It's going to be a win-win. And this, you know, yeah. But see, accountable. If I don't want to go and it sucks, all right, then just, you know, okay, you don't want to go. But I hate when you don't want to go, but we keep acting like we would go at any moment if we could. I can't stand that, you know, to me. I'm getting personal today, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Okay. You over that, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much, Leah. Come back next week. Let's let, let us know how you're getting on. It's great. Next to uh, Paul. How you doing, Paul? Paul. Paul. Come in, Paul. Paul, you can unmute. You're gonna have to unmute yourself. I've given you the chance to unmute there, mate. So go for it. Come in, Paul. No, all right, let's go to uh, Helen. Yeah, okay, I'll take unmute off. There you go, how's that? Trolls, come on, let's hear you. Yeah, there you go. Go, Paul, you're, you're up, mate. You're on. Yeah, hello, Paul. Good to see you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yes. you, mate. Go for it. Okay, fine. Um, I've been coming a long time, Paul. I don't, I, I don't ask many questions because I just want to thank you. That's why I opened my mouth because the message that's coming through you, I don't sort of have, have any questions, which is unusual for me. I'm the butt man, but uh, <laughs> I don't have the questions. I like listening. And what you, you know, my gratitude for this message, I, I, I explained to you once before that, uh, you know, I was the, the person who'd been in AA for a while and I wanted something more. And then along came the pandemic. <laughs> I found you on Zoom and I've got that something more. It's a whole new outlook. I'm very, very grateful for that. And uh, I asked you, well, I didn't understand when I first listened. Then I listened some more, I listened some more. And I started to get an understanding. And unusually again for me, I suddenly got a hit of shit. <laughs> I'm not that. And so on, and and it was brilliant. And I, I, I I'm in a position now where I, I said to, uh, I did ask you then uh, about a month ago maybe about um, prayer. I, you probably don't remember this, but you said I, I, the, the wonderful words that well, if you don't want to pray so much, 
don't pray so much, you'll have more time to do other things. And I, that sticks with me. I, I, lo I, I love that. Um, I just wondered, it's, it's leading to a question, Paul, but I'd like your thoughts on this, whereby um, step 10, which I used to do, you know, the pages of taking the daily, daily inventory and so on, which I've sort of stopped doing now, step 10. But I noticed in step 10, it mentions, you know, when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And you always say the wrong is in step five, the wrong is with uh, identifying with the mental state of identifying with self. And so I've been sitting there at the end of the day, thinking, looking for the warning signs, again, as you call them, uh, about identifying with self. Have I done it during the day? Has it tried to get me? And have I, you know, and sitting there and suddenly, I find, and this is what I want, part of what I want your comment on. I find it difficult to take myself to what I'm not, to look at how it's trying to manifest itself in my life. I am so much more comfortable just sitting there and not not visiting it, sitting wherever I am, which you said you can't describe. And I have this overwhelming feeling of gratitude, emotional, sort of upset kind of feeling of gratitude and joy and peace that I've never known before and that's come from this not looking at what I'm not if you like so much and just looking feeling where I am the thing that you said you can't describe and I'm describing it very very badly but the one thing that I wanted to ask you Paul is you, you also said a couple of weeks ago in a non-duality um, presentation someone asked you about uh, making a decision and you said, you, you, your answer was, well, you know, I've made lots of crap decisions. And it doesn't really matter. I'm here. I'm okay. And you talked about being run over twice, bad decision to go out. But hey, I'm here. It's okay. And I was thinking about all the bad things I've done, specifically sort of drunk driving, driving in blackout and things. And hey, it's okay. I didn't die. But what I'm confused about slightly is I'm so grateful to be in this position through your through the message that's come through you. So grateful. I'm grateful that I didn't die before I got this message when I was drunk driving or whatever. But there are people, I was at a meeting last night where, where someone has come back to light who many of us have tried to give the message to and he hasn't heard it. And he's now back in his hometown crawling around on the pavement drunk and so on. I think, and, and there are other people who did die and, or kill someone else when they were drink driving and so on. It didn't happen to me. I'm, I'm here in this wonderful place. I don't feel guilty about that. I've got over the guilt thing. But the question that maybe there is, I can almost hear you answering it. There is no answer. The question <laughs> is, why can some people, there is no answer for me to understand, maybe. I, I don't know enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not God. But why, the question simply is, why you? Why me? Why the people in the squares, and why not those other people? Why? I, I, it, it's hard to put over, but I can't believe I am so unbelievably lucky, and other people aren't. Does that make sense, Paul? What What's it all about? Alfie. What's it all about, Alfie? <laughs> Best question ever. That's always the big Thank part. you. That was, uh, I would, everything was really 
great there. Just cut out the why, why not? Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, really, just. I knew you'd say uh, that. <laughs> have uh, the action figure has a limited aperture. Yeah. It's really based to be living on the condition of the need to know. Yeah. Yeah, just basically in Zen, they would talk about the highest uh, form of mind is I don't know. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. No, but I'll tell you what, I know it's going to end when you go to sleep tonight and you'll dream some other shit and then you'll hopefully reappear in this awake dream and, you know, and what's it all about, Alfie, all day and shit. So, I mean, the part of just the whole point of sharing this is what you described, feeling an okayness that's not, doesn't have to be uh, backed up by a resume. Yeah, just an okayness. Just an okayness, not not something that uh, was produced by doing, having, and, and, you know, appearing, but just an okayness as an unqualified condition is such a wonderful place. Yeah, and uh, to me, there's a wealth of gratitude just about that, yeah. I find, see, you don't know the problem until the solution. We don't know that we're on a hook, a mental state's hook, yeah? We'll forgive fucking everyone else, but there's an unforgivingness in us. When you let go, when you get pulled off of that hook, and then you get the okayness that you wished upon others, that you feel okay, without having to do much or by doing a lot, whatever, just the basic okayness, then you know what I've been talking about. Then you see, you because you've had a sense of being freed from the bondage of self, that bondage of self is you're not okay, you know? It's always predicated on conditions, and it changes the conditions for your okayness. So you're basically being extorted all fucking day. And then the rules are constantly being changed. Yeah? To the point where when we're feeling really good, we have to bookend it with, but I'm still fucked. I'm still, you know, we have to keep fucking tithing to that false fucking God. Yeah? It's still playing the higher power concerning our idea of a higher power. Yeah? There's no, there's no point. You don't become worthy of the higher power. You are worthy of the higher power. Yes? You don't become worthy. It's not like Hercules and the 12 challenges. Yeah? <laughs> In our head, that's what we think it is. In our head, it's always transactional. There's no unconditional. There's none. It's always conditioned. Yeah, our inherent nature is not of self. It's not of self-centeredness. Self-centeredness can't understand it, can't grok it, because it's foreign to it. But you are not, yeah? And when it registers in you, 
it's worth a thousand words from the fucking head, you know? Yeah. 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 Some people, you know, in a nice way, call it the language of the heart. You're hearing it different. Yes. So, and look, and man, once I started to sense it, it was like an unspoken yes. I knew it. I knew it. And then I could, then I had a nice bullshit meter, you know, that I could, you know, filter all the head shit going through. And then, man, there was very little real material coming through all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Paul. Thanks for that share. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. That's great, man. Uh, Howard, how are you doing? Howard, Los Angeles. I've unmute. I'm unmuting you there, mate. You can hit your button. Hey, there you go. nice to see you, man. Um, I like the personal nature of what you brought today. Uh, I love to hear people's personal life. You know, the um, and it really opens up a um, like you said that sort of space of um, you know what I keep hearing today is that there that. I was going to ask you if it's like okay if I if it, or not okay, but if if I if I said oh, I'm I'm powerless over self and my life is unmanageable, it, you know, and as I shifted out of play around with words and out of alcoholism, but then I kind of hear in way down inside that it's just everything's in the middle. You know, I've been having great experiences where the fear will pop up and I'll just look at it like it's a a person or a foreign entity. That, yeah, you know, whatever you, you know, call it. And um, I'll finally see that it wasn't me. And I'll start crying. And I'll have this just great, beautiful recognition that all that stuff that did drive me isn't me. So uh, yeah. I've been having some, you know, it drove me and it spins and it doesn't stop spinning. If you had to say like what the solution was in zenbitchlap.com, page 64 with the big book, do you ever do you, did you ever have an a moment of an epiphany moment where you said oh the, the 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 solution is just to keep recognizing that's not me and 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 that's not me and then keep jumping to this to the hidden step that's going to appear for me so that's my question and nice to see you you know what the thing is uh let's say what's going on here is like we're all awake, yes? Let's say spirit is awareness. So we are, we are all awake. But in this, where we are here, we can seem, it can appear to us that we're awake or it can appear to us that we're not awake. It doesn't change the awakeness, yeah? So whatever the head's doing doesn't change the fact of what you are. Yet here, the head has gotten an inordinate amount of interest and attention in this place, yeah? So basically, if, the, if there's a lot of interest and attention in the head, when it seems to be asleep to being awake, it seems as real as real can be, yeah? But then we have these a lot of free samples that tell us something different. And so what brings a great assurance no matter what it looks like, you know the fact, yeah, that you are of spirit, yeah, 
you are of awareness. So even having to watch what you're not, that changes. You lose interest in that, yeah? And then the fact just becomes more of a fact. And the seeming becomes less of a seeming, yeah? Yeah. So I'm not trying to convince what I'm not to be what it is. That's pointless, yeah? I'm going to say that again. I'm not trying to convince what I'm not to be what I am. I'm just recognizing them, yeah? I'm recognizing what I'm not from what I am. That's all. Does the what I'm not recognize that? No. It doesn't have the ability to. All it can do is constantly try to get out of itself as itself. And that's a failed option. So you see it all, yeah? This isn't about vigilance after a while. Yeah, it isn't. You, you don't have to... This kind of solution doesn't need a lot of maintenance because it's a fact, yeah? You see, let's say the, the, one of the main statements in the book is your daily reprieve is contingent on the maintenance of your spiritual condition. Yes? Now, what would happen if you saw that you are a spiritual condition? After a while, the seeing of that would be the built-in maintenance of the spiritual condition. Yeah? You would be, you would be busily being the spiritual condition. There would, that would be the maintenance. So at first, maybe you need maintenance, but do it, the maintenance leads to a point of no maintenance because you are what you're looking for, yes? Just have a loss of interest in that which is looking for it, and you'll have a gaining of interest in what you are, which is being it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so then it seems to be so and not so all day, but I'm not that which keeps informing me what's so and what's not so. Yeah, I'm the fact of what's always so. Yeah, so I've lost interest in a lot of its little shenanigans up there. So if you ask me how I am, I have no idea. You know, my body feels weird today, and my head's going, what does that mean? And I'm watching it. It's such, it, it, it professes to be a prophet and it can't see beyond its nose. Yeah, it's just an insane, it's a, it's, it's just an insane, its limitations are so glaring to any kind of clear observation other than itself. It, it thinks it has a lot more talent and, and ability to foresee situations than it does. Yeah? So, uh, you know, it is what it is, but it ain't you. That's the good news, yeah? You're not of a body. You're not here for 70 years and then die. Come on, give me a break. Yeah? Let's say you had a TV show, and uh, you poured tons of money in, into production. They're probably thinking they're going to uh, have a nice run. Yeah, five or ten years, or they would have just done a cheesy thing. Yeah, that which is dreaming isn't just a short appearance. Yeah, it's magnificent. This place is fucking magnificent. Yeah, 
Do you think it was squandered on us for 70 years or 80 years? No, it's what's, what's seeing it is what we are. Yeah, yeah. Where the, where the, the possibility of observation, we're not the observer. We are the possibility of observation. Yeah, we are the possibility of, of expression. We're not that which is expressing. Yeah. Yeah. So you want your expressions to change? See what's expressing. Is it the bondage of self that's expressing through you? There's an option. Let the higher power express through you. Yeah. One driver is a lot nicer to the car than the other one, really. Yeah. So if the car has a vote, I go with the higher power. <laughs> yes, yeah. We don't have a higher power. The higher power has us. Thank God. Just like alcoholism had us. Yes? It's the same, same. It's just a. The condition, it's completely different based on what's taking us over, basically. Yeah. The only time I used to look out a window when I was shooting coke was when I was imagining the cops were coming. <laughs> now I'm constantly looking out windows to see the world. Yeah. Was I the one and, and now the other? I was neither. Something had me, now something else has me. Yeah? I call that what has me what I actually truly am. That's all. I call what had me, I'm not that. Yeah? The particulars don't matter, really. That clarity matters. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Um, so final two questions. We've got Helen and then Elena. Um, just a reminder, I didn't say it at the beginning, um, but if, you do, if you've never been here before and you want to know more about what Paul's talking about, um, go to his, his website is zenbitchlap.com, where you'll find uh, a load of these videos, a load of um, his audio, his documents, but also his books, which are highly recommended. And there's um, some great, uh, there's a great book on recovery there. Um, the name escapes me, but uh, What's the name of the book, Paul? Under <laughs> Arrest. Under Arrest, yeah. And that's um, highly recommended. I think you can get it on Amazon as well. So, yeah, highly recommended that. Um, and just to say, we're going to be back here on Thursday as well. So, same time on Thursday. So, yeah. Um, so, final two questions. One from Helen. Helen, I, I know you've had your hand up before and you, you put it down. So, Helen's back. Hey, Helen. Hello, Paul. Um, that's uh, what a wonderful, wonderful... Uh, few remarks that you've been making very deeply personal to you um so i will i will look at looking at this again and again um because i could feel my mind keep drifting off it um one thing I i'd like to ask um, about willpower is when when you say stepping off that step there's no willpower there is there to stop the thinking um what am i trying to say I'm, no i'm trying to say 
just then when you said that your body feels weird today but it went straight to your head and you started to think it's that how you've obviously seen through something and, and that would let it allow you to say no that's i'm not going with that thought um, well, it's not even allowing, it's just a loss of interest, yeah? Yeah, a loss of interest, yeah. Helen, Helen, these little events, you're in a longer process, yeah? You're leaving the failed system, which is trusting finite self, and you're moving towards a trust or a faith in the infinite, yes? Yes. What's yes. happening? You're in good hands. And the, that takes and great faith, though. That takes great faith. But you have great faith. It's just the way it's, it's who or what directs it is causes how it manifests. Yeah? We had faith in thoughts. That's what produces anxiety out of what's not happening. That same faith given over to the higher power, to our way of life, will now be put into the infinite that has very little interest in what's not happening. Seriously, yeah? So it's all about interest and that's what's happening. Helen, what's called Helen's interest and attention is getting refocused and redirected. This is the process we're under, yeah? And I'm telling you, we're in good hands and you're in good hands and there's no need you have tons of faith. It's just what's directing the faith needs to change. Yeah? And that's the process we're under. You ever hear of the Course in Miracles? Yeah, so the Course in Miracles, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but they have an idea called the Holy Spirit. Yeah? And sort of like the higher power in AA. So in this view, Let's say we're here today. The mental state is taking in all the information and collating it to reinforce its story. Yeah? What happens now with the higher power? The higher power will take the same information and collate it completely differently with the same information. What happens is you start losing interest in the fucking parasites interpretation of the data and you start having interest in the higher powers uh, interpretation of the data. That's what you're in. That's the process you're in now. Yeah? That's perhaps there's the better way. Trusting something infinite, trusting this fucking spirit, the whole higher holy spirit, the higher power, however you want to call it, it's an activity, and see that it's going to take the information and it's not going to be collated to reinforce self-centeredness. It's going to be collated to make you of maximum use to yourself and others. There you go. And I'm telling you with great faith because I've seen it. I've seen, I know the direction of the operation. I've been on the table long enough. Yeah? Just stay on the table, don't get up, and don't play doctor. Things, yes, let it continue. 
And then you'll observe what Paul shared, and you'll observe what you've shared in the past, and you'll observe what David shares and Jack from Massachusetts shares, because those things will become more frequent and more familiar. You'll get used to a new Petri dish that's not thriving in vindictiveness and self-pity and fucking shit like that. Yeah. Why is it that we're so afraid we keep pledging allegiance to the fucking lower God? We're in the hands of a higher power. It doesn't ask any allegiance to it. It asks to, our joy is to honor its demonstrations. Yeah. That's a joy. To be awake, to have gratitude is a joy. Yeah, sure. You know, some little thing may be bothering me. What? Hasn't the bigger picture changed dramatically? Jesus Christ. You know, here's the greatness of everything. And then, but, just, then, but, this shit, yeah? It's not one or the other. It's this with this. You can see this from this. You can't see this from this. You can see this from this. That's what's happening now. This wants to have all the answers, which aren't going to do a damn good for it. None. None. Self-knowledge will avail it nothing. This isn't saying a fucking thing. It just is. Yeah? I hope you can see the hands, or I'm just doing something... To my, for myself, I don't know. The cat's looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah, so. Yes? Yeah. Okay. You're getting right. happier and happier, Helen, every time you come back here. So just keep coming back. Yes, please. Yeah. Lovely, Helen. Okay, final question to Elena. Hey, Elena. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Yeah, I'm a little bit late and I'm a little bit nervous, Paul. Thank you what you're doing for us. And um, uh, just was listening to you. Uh, when first time I, I start listening to you, something clicked in me. Just being on step four, I write down all my resentments and share honestly, honestly, honestly. You know what? Everything was okay. It is my self of self. And today I was fucked up. Sorry, my language. <laughs> All day long, you know. And you know, my sponsor said to me, take opposite action. Go and see nice park. Do something. I was sitting in my room and you know, what can be next? What is it when miracles happens, you know? What is this all about? And you know, just, oh, I'm self-pity again, or oh, I'm selfish again. And, but when I was writing this, my resentments, I felt this positive energy flowing in me. And again, I'm pissed off, you know? Or I'm trying again play the victim. That's it. I don't know it's question or not because You're right, Elena, you're just shaking off the old and you'll be 
you'll be uh, draped in the new. Yeah? That's what happens with the working steps. You're going to be altered enough so that you can be useful to yourself and others. Yeah? Yeah. The, uh, the self and the alcoholism doesn't like uh, investigation. Yeah? It likes, to, it likes to direct the light. It doesn't like any light on it. And now it's living under that light. Yeah? So it squirms and squirms. Just don't act out. Don't drink. And fucking everything will go fine. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paul. <clears throat> You're welcome. Thank you for being here every week. I've yeah. grown to get very fond of all these squares. So. <laughs> love, love you, Elena. See you in a bit. I love you all. <laughs> yeah, love you, Elena. That's amazing. Okay, Paul, that's it for, the, uh, for today. So you want to say your goodbyes to everyone? Yeah, I'd like to, yes. Let me see this. Kurt, my man. Nice. Thanks, Kurt, for all the support. Ava, or is it Virginia? I keep calling you Virginia. Virginia. We got Dale. Nice to see you, Dale. Uh, Paul, thanks for that share. Elena, yeah, you're in good hands, babe. Anne, nice to see you there. Mickey, as always, yeah. one of the foundations of the Zoom world. Chris, nice to see you, Chris. Let me see who else is here. We got... Uh, Sue, Sue D, nice to see you, Sue. Karen, Helen, Kaiza. Yeah. We got Zoe. Zoe's in a car today. She's finally out. Wow. All right, watch out. David, nice. David is the one who set up this platform, and uh, yeah, he's the person why this is happening. Danny, nice to see you, Danny. Jackie, nice to see you, Jackie. Uh, we have, I uh, just lost Dimitri, he's here. Dimitri, yeah. I'm going to try to get in touch with you, Dimitri. i got to talk to you. Karen, I think I got you already. And Sue, let's go. Oh, Mika, nice to see you, Mika. Yeah. Down there. Zoe again. Let's see. We got, I did these, folks. Let's see, where is this? Hold on. Hold on. All right, we got uh, Ian. Ian seems hey. to be on the water. That's nice. Tofa, hey. Ellen, Beatrice, Tracy, Leslie. I've got this weird thing that just appeared on the screen, so I may not be <laughs> on there. Oh, there it goes. We got Dennis, go. Matthew, Teresa. Uh, we back to Helen again, and everyone else who's playing uh, anonymous. Thanks so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And uh, Tuesday, Thursday, a recovery, Wednesday, Saturday, non-duality. And, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. Right. Thanks so All much. Right, Thanks, Paul. See you Thursday, mate. Go to the bathroom. I got to yeah. go to the bathroom. Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Hi. Um, so, everyone, just to say that.